You are listening to The Link on Mountain Bike Radio. Hello, mountain biking ladies and gentlemen. This is The Link on Mountain Bike Radio. I'm your host, Ben Welnack, and I'm also the creator of Mountain Bike Radio. So I'm the guy behind the scenes, putting on some shows, uh, basically running headquarters of Mountain Bike Radio. So if you have any questions for me specifically or Mountain Bike Radio in general or ideas or feedback, whatever it is, feel free to send me an email at ben at mountainbikeradio.com. I welcome feedback, uh, appreciate reviews, all that good stuff. This episode, this is the second one of the link. Uh, we have a sponsor. It's Elevated Legs. You can go over to elevatedlegs.com. And basically what they are is your professional, portable, and personal solution to sports recovery. It's a good friend of mine, uh, John and Kathy Davis. Uh, they created this whole thing. And uh, I actually was got the opportunity to use one of the first demo pairs there was. I think it's been around to several different people. It's, I don't even know, three years old at this point. Um, but those things are still kicking, uh, still awesome. And uh, I would definitely recommend it. So head over to elevatedlegs.com. It's been two, almost two months since the first episode of the link. And uh kind of failed on that. I got busy uh, with doing, putting on the fat bike frozen 40, which by the way, you can go to frozen dash events.com. It's a fantastic fat bike race that I put on. Um, and, uh, entry for the 2017 race is already 63 entries full of, uh, the 200 person limit. So if you're looking for a fat bike race, it's in its sixth year, really popular, uh, head over to frozen dash events.com. Uh, but I got really busy with that because I added two runs to it this year, a night run, a 5K, and then the next day there's a trail run, a, a 5K, 10K, and a half marathon. And uh, so it was just a little bit more uh, than I uh, than I expected. And uh, the link kind of didn't really play into everything, so it, uh, I had to pass it up for a month. My intention, start off every couple weeks and then see how this goes. And, you know, eventually maybe six months down the road, maybe if we're talking a year, it's a daily show and you guys are sending in a bunch of news updates, whatever you have going. We'll see how it goes. If you have any questions, um, comments again, Ben at mountainbikeradio.com. This episode, uh, the end of this episode, it's about 30 minutes long. I talked to Todd Sato from Epic Rides. Uh, they released some information today about uh, some updates they have for the whiskey off-road. It includes, for the first time, I think, ever, uh, trail modification. So they added some really cool options for trail, uh, some other updates with the venue, music, crit, all kinds of cool stuff. So it's always a treat to talk to him. I think you'll enjoy it. He's pretty laid back, and he's he's good on the air. So it's always uh, it's always nice to have somebody on that just just knows what's going on and is pretty, pretty laid back about it. Before I get to that, I'm going to lay out uh, just some news I came across. And um, if you have any news yourself that you want to get on the air, uh, you can go to mountainbikeradio.com slash the link. And at the bottom of the show pages, you'll see a submit your news section. Put it in right there. 
and uh, we'll get it on for the next episode. And I apologize. I had a couple people uh, provide some, uh, just a couple pieces of news uh, from the January episode, and I just couldn't make it happen, and I apologize for that. If you like Mountain Bike Radio, by the way, consider supporting it. You can go to mountainbikeradio.com slash support MBR. And on there, you'll find two things at the moment. One is membership and two is Amazon. I have an Amazon affiliate link in there. So if you want to support Mountain Bike Radio and not pay anything extra before you shop Amazon next time, head over to mountainbikeradio.com slash support MBR. Just click on that link. It'll take you through shop and then uh, it helps us out. All right, on to a couple tidbits news here. And what the intention with the show is I'll run through the news. You hear something cool and you check out the either on the app, just go to the, the show notes or on the show page. And I have them all linked right there. Like I said, start off with Epic Rides. You'll hear the whole interview after that. Uh, Shimano, uh, they released a updated uh, cassette. It's 11 by 46. So everyone that's jumping on uh one by 11 and it's been looking for a little bit bigger gearing. There you go. 1146 cassette. And they added a quick link, which has been a long time coming on that. Uh, since the last episode, there's been grumblings of a SRAM 12 speed. And we have a bunch of pictures of those before they got taken down. Uh, it seems like somebody perhaps a disgruntled employee somewhere, who knows, somewhere along the chain, but got released that uh, a 12-speed's coming out sometime. This uh, It looked like from the pictures ahead had an embargo date uh, in March. So I what I linked in the show notes is an episode of Just Riding Along that they discussed it, and I shared some pictures in there as well. So go to the show notes, click on that link. It'll take you, and it'll show you some of the updates for the what the SRAM Apparently, the SRAM 12-speed stuff will look like. Another piece of news. Uh, notice that the Enduro World Series, I don't know. We have uh, kind of a cross-country uh, focused listenership, but I know we have uh, more and more uh, of the Enduro downhill type of uh, riding crowd joining in. But I noticed that they set up a, a series of qualifying events. So it seems like they're trying to um, just make it more accessible uh, to to get involved in that. So go check that out. Another piece of news that I saw came across that was kind of cool. I don't know how many NASCAR fans are out there, but uh, NASCAR, uh, Jimmy Johnson, he's one of the top NASCAR drivers, but he's a big cyclist. Um, I've seen... um, seen him roadside on the road and I think mountain biking. I've seen a couple videos, but he's joining the first day of the people for bikes, the, their annual awareness and fundraising tour. And that starts March 30th. And he's joining for the first day, 130 miles. He's riding 130 miles uh, from Asheville to Charlotte on March 30th. So that's pretty cool. I have a link in the show notes on that one as well. That will do it for news right now. I want to get you over to the interview that I did with Todd since it's a little bit longer than what I will usually do with this episode. Uh, But just a reminder, you can follow Mountain Bike Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
Pinterest and uh, download the app. You can get it if you're listening to this on the website or through a link or something. You can get an app for your phone, any of the platforms, so uh, iOS, Android, Windows, uh, whatever else is out there. Just go to your app store, type in Mountain Bike Radio, and uh, if you dig what your the app and how it functions and how you're able to listen, just leave a review. That'd be really helpful. I hope you enjoy it. Keep checking back. And thank you for listening to The Link on Mountain Bike Radio. Hello, Mountain Bike Radio listeners. This is Ben. And with me is a several-time returning guest, <laughs> Todd Sadow. He is the... I guess I would call him the man behind Epic Rides. And if you don't know what Epic Rides is, first of all, get out of the rock that you're living under and go to uh, epicrides.com and you can find out all the information uh, right there. They have several events, which we'll hit on a few of them, uh, but mainly this discussion, we're going to be talking about the upcoming Whiskey Off-Road in Prescott, Arizona. It's uh, what, Todd, how many years has it been? Uh, this will be our 13th year. 13th year. You heard it from him. So thank you, Todd, for taking the time and coming on here and all the support you've, uh, you've given me. We were just talking, uh, before we started recording this on, uh, mountain bike radio being almost around for four years, but I don't really count the first year because it was terrible. <laughs> and, uh, but Todd, I remember having Todd on way back, way back in that terrible time. And uh, he kind of got it from the beginning. So I, I really appreciate everything. He's always supported us and shared everything we got and just been a good uh, good person to go to with all of this. So I appreciate it. Oh, oh that's cool. You guys have been fun to work with. Or you've been fun to work with from the beginning. So Yeah, it's, it's, it's worked out pretty well. And it, it's really cool to see how you've taken – I've done two of your races, the 24 Hours in Old Pueblo, uh, Whiskey Off-Road a couple times. And uh, it's cool to see – how it's changed, where it's going, um, and just see the evolution of all of this over the last, I mean, it's five years. I mean, a lot has changed in five years. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's, what's new for, we, we're, I got you on because you wanted to, um, talk about some of the new stuff you have going for this year's whiskey off-road, which by the way, uh, is April. Oh shoot. I lost the date. <laughs> what's the date? April, the end of April, last weekend in April. It's always the last Saturday in April. Yep. Uh, and this year it's April 29th to May 1st. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And we're, yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yep. We, we've been working our tails off, uh, really for some of these pieces that we were, we're changing and adding to the event for like two years. So it's, we're really excited to, to share the changes and, and, and to produce this year's event because there's some refreshing stuff going on. Um, we uh we announced today we have added some new single track to the the whiskey off-road 30 and 50 proof routes and then we also uh changed the pro fat tire crit course and both of them uh are really big upgrades for the participant and their experience whether it's uh while riding in the, the 30 or 50 proof backcountry courses or just cheering on the pros um during the pro fat tire crit. On yeah. and, and I will, I will jump in with the crit comments. If you are in the area or, or somebody, you know, is going to be racing and you're going with them, a spouse maybe, or whatever, that's a huge deal. 
like because the it was cool to watch it before watch the crit before because you get one you know they come down on, right next to the the city center um but to have it go by there several times will be really cool so if you have kids like that's a really cool thing to have your kids there standing out watching um yeah our so our crit is yeah kind of just dovetailing off of what you said it, it's super high energy it's in the middle of downtown the whole event venue is based all in this one sort of unified area. So there's tons of people milling about. Um, the new crit course uh, is a an hourglass shape. So literally, uh, spectators can stand in one spot and see five of eight of the straightaways, which that one spot also happens to be inside a beer garden. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to drink, but you can, you know, you can still stand in the beer garden. Um, so it's really, I guess, like one of the highest compliments that uh, I've ever received on the events. Uh, Christoph Sauser came out and raced it the last couple of years. Is you know several time world champion from Switzerland, and uh, and he mentioned that the whiskey crit is his favorite crit that he's ever raced. Yeah, it, it's fun. As somebody, I've I've done it, and I'm obviously not the front of the pack of these guys. So I was like, you know, just hanging on for as many laps as I could. Um, I've actually been on both sides. I watched it one year, um, cause I raced the, the normal person race. And then the, <laughs> it's, that's what it is. Like all of us are normal people. Right. And then yeah. I raced, raced the, uh, fast person race. So it, participating in it is something that you never do. Like most of us never do that kind of thing. And, uh, so it was interesting from both, both angles. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, I, I'm sure you remember the union street climb, which is this brutal, um, just stretch of the course. That's, I don't know. It's got a gain of what a, a hundred feet and a quarter mile or something. Yeah, it's like, like a, it's a wall. It really yeah. is just a wall. But it's just lined with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really, you know, anyone that's been to a crit, it, it's a really well attended, uh, crit course, you know, it's a closed yeah. mile loop that just is blazing fast. 20 minutes plus three laps for the, for the men and women, both groups and fun way to drop into the weekend for sure. Yep. And then, uh, all right. So that changed. Uh, let's talk about all the course changes. Um, I don't know, maybe just start with a quick description of, uh, kind of what, uh, the biggest changes and then we'll kind of get into maybe some of the details where need, where we need to. Okay. Well, I think first, uh, the whiskey off-road got its name, gets its name from whiskey row and, uh, the city of Prescott, which is very welcoming to mountain bikers. Um, they've been giving us their downtown square. So if you can picture like a, a courthouse square, kind of like in back to the future or something. Um, and then That's on what all it actually feels like, yeah, they get accused of it having been filmed there. So it's kind of an easy go to, <laughs> um, but, uh, on all four sides is, um, like retail restaurants, bars, stuff like that. Um, and of course, back in the early 1900s, it was a bit, little bit less reputable. And so Whiskey Row got its name from having bars and brothels on a full city block. And and so now there's this historic landmark in downtown Prescott called uh, Whiskey Row. And it, to the day, it's um, you know, bars and restaurants and local coffee shops and stuff like that. It's a really cool scene. So we named the event the Whiskey Off-Road because we start and finish on Whiskey Row. And, uh, and the whole event is based around um, that courthouse square and whiskey row and so then what's that i was just gonna say it's good too because a lot of the hotels and motels and whatever type of lodging are within riding and walking distance yeah camping like some some of the most amazing camping ever at white spark campground is three miles up the road 
So the so a lot of people that camp at that campsite, like when they roll to their start, it's like a critical mass, just an impromptu critical mass roll into the start line, yeah. and it's a downhill coast, which is awesome, you know, to start the day. Mm-hmm. And then and then you're as you mentioned, like there's tons of hotels, lots of local like bed and breakfast and like sort of you know small like ten twenty room or so properties around downtown. Um, of course, there's some other bigger properties like Spring Hill Suites too, you know. Right. Um, so, but yeah, you can, it's the, you know, the whiskey off-road, Grand Junction off-road, Carson City off-road, um, all of them are the kind of event experience where you can, you can show up on Thursday or Friday, park your car and not have to drive until you leave on Sunday to go home. And that's, that's part of that experience. It's just like, it's very bike centric, you know? Yeah. So, so we named, uh, the distances in the course after, uh, kind of paying homage to whiskey row, we named them proofs. So the 15 proof, the 30 proof and the 50 proof. And um, maybe because we've called them proofs, it gives us a little bit of leniency and proof. You just like getting that in there, I think is what it comes down to. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is mountain biking. It's intended to be an adventure. You're not signing up for a a local 10K or a 5K where you're going to run 6.2 miles or 5.1 miles. You're going to ride the 30 proof and the 30 proof might be 31 miles and it might be 37 miles. All right. Yep. And that's the nature of all of our events. They're just, there's a little bit of adventure in all of them. And that's what we hope everybody shows up looking for, you know? Yeah. Race directors take as coming from a, not as big of a race director as you at this point, but, um, that's a little, uh, tidbit of knowledge is just do what you're going to do. And if, you know, set your, uh, set yourself up so that the, the distances, if they're a little different each time you make a change, then that's the way it is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, okay. So we added new trails to the 30 and 50 proof courses. Uh, there's, um, there's a, a trail in Prescott that they've just finished called the Prescott Circle Trail. And it's a 55 mile loop around the town. And, uh, so we've incorporated a few different segments of the Circle Trail into the Whiskey Off-Road, which is pretty exciting because they're easily two of the best segments. Um, the 396 descent which goes past Goldwater Lake. There's an upper and a lower lake. There's huge views over the lake the whole time. It's uh, nestled in the forest. It's a pretty good scene. It's really buff. Um, that's a trail that uh, this thing took us two years to get added into the course. Uh, great cooperation from the Prescott National Forest Service and Yavapai County, but it doesn't change that these things take time, you know? And so uh, this is a trail that literally since I'd say in the last six or seven years of working on this event and making trips to Prescott to work on the event and have meetings and stuff, this is my go-to. Every evening when I have an extra hour, hour and 15 to get out and, and get in a spin before the evening sets in, um, I ride, I literally do the start of the route up to the 396 trail, bomb down the 396 trail, drop out of White Spark Campground and coast back to town, just like all the campers do from White Spark Campground, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like on a personal level, really fun to add the 396 because it's easily one of my most favorite trails. And I think a lot of people would agree. I think Prescott as a community would be really proud to have that, that piece of trail in the course. Um, but uniquely, uh, there's an option now. So we've got, uh, you start out of town, you head south up Old Senator Highway, um, hop on the trails, and then people that are in a hurry uh, that want to win, per se. We know that there's very much people that want to win. There's also people that really just want to spend their day on the bike in the forest and ride good trails. Um, so the people that want to win or the people that are concerned about uh, not having the endurance to ride um, 
the whole route, then they'll have an option to take an early write and, um, and, and it's basically a faster version of the course. Um, it's not the 396 trail, it's the Feldmeyer trail, which is awesome in its own right. Uh, and it's a one mile descent to where the course will meet up again versus if people take the longer route, then they, they ride out to the 396 and they've added six miles to their course. Hmm. That's cool. It's, it's kind of a unique, uh, you don't really get that otherwise. Yeah. Like, on a lot of places. Uh, I can't actually, th- I've been I'm just trying to think since we mentioned it beforehand, I trying to think of another race that I've ever heard of that had option like that. So we do this in the 24 hours in the old Pueblo where we, there's a notorious part of the 24. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I just never done it. <laughs> okay. So there's the, there's the gas line, which people have affectionately referred to since the beginning as the bitches. And, uh, oh, and the, that's right. I, say I totally that? forgot about that section. Am I allowed to say that word? On the, oh, sorry. absolutely. Say bitches is fine. All right. It's, it's totally part of the course. Like it's common vernacular, the 24 hours, no problem. But anyways, um, so we have skip the bitches, which is a single track option to the, the gas line road. And in Prescott, now we have the 396 or the Feldmeyer. Yeah. And, and really it's just targeting, um, you know, two or three different riding styles. Like the person who wants to win, take the first right and go down Feldmeyer. The person who wants to have a really fun day in the forest and check out more of Prescott's trails, then take the left and, and go to the 396 descent. Um, like I mentioned, they come back together, they cross, they, they navigate through White Spark Campground. So for the people camping there, like for their families, they can watch their, their family and friends go through the campground early in the ride. That's pretty neat. Um, even maybe coolers on Sunday morning when the pros go blasting through there, they have a yeah. front race to the pro race, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, cross 89. Oh, what's that? Well, I was just going to say, because, um, if you're new to the whiskey offer, the only really good place, well, you could kind of get them in a few years, but the really good place before for the pros was kind of along that last stretch. And it's, now to do that beginning stretch is pretty cool too. Right. And they're, they're far enough apart that people can literally like enjoy their morning at their campsite, watch the pros come blasting through, hop on their bike and then cruise over to the Creek crossing. And by the time they get there with some time to spare, probably they can watch the pros come, come through towards the finish in a, in a pretty popular area too, really spectator friendly. Yeah. Technical Creek crossing, crashing, you know, water splashing, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, after they, the, the riders, make their first choice, Feldmeyer or 396, come back together, go through White Spark Campground, cross Highway 89, which, again, this is no small task. Like, I'm I'm boasting about the Epic Rides team. Like, for us to get access to crossing the state highway, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. When you start dealing yeah. with that kind of thing, yeah, it's a big deal. That's like all permitting agencies being amazing to us. It's mm-hmm. It's just phenomenal, really. So, so cross a, uh, Highway 89 and then start cruising up Wolverton Trail, which is, again, a piece of the Prescott Circle Trail. And, um, and again, we're giving people an option. If they're in a hurry and they want to win or if they're concerned about their endurance and maybe not up for a, a 37, 38-mile ride, then they take the, the left up uh, Jack Pine Road, and it's a dirt road, one mile, pretty steep, but one mile. And... Um, and then they'll they'll go up to where the trail would intersect 
and they'll get there within a mile. If they go straight on Wolverton, then they have an extra two miles. Uh, so twice we're giving people options to, um, if there's congestion, they can avoid it. Or if they're not in a hurry, they can ride more single track and enjoy more local trails. Um, if they are in a hurry, then they can, they can rip through there quicker, you know, and stay, again, stay away from any congestion that might happen on a, on an event weekend type of thing. Yeah. It's like legal cheating. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Without a motor in your bike. If you show up with a motor in your bike, you're going to be, I don't know. We'll figure that out. But we yeah. only allow gravity assist. No. <laughs> no. Yes. That's a really good tagline. It's like epic rides. We only allow gravity assist or something like that. <laughs> Uh, all right. So you get to that point. Are you kind of getting back to where the, the old, the old course was at that point? Yeah. So, um, once the Wolverton and Jack Pine roads come together, they're, they're back on single track, uh, on Wolverton, uh, and they summit Wolverton on single track. And then they've got uh, probably about another quarter mile of dirt road climbing. And then a bomber, about a mile and a half descent down to the 48, which is the Aspen Creek trail. And that's where they merge onto the um, the previous previously utilized course. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, you kept the famous, uh, infamous, famous. I don't know. That's Skull Valley climb. It's that's oh yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So what I guess what all this really it could probably sound confusing. One, we have this really cool animation video that we just put out today that is a narrated animation of the course. So you could sit and watch the different options and see how they unfold, how they split apart and come back together and, and get a feel for that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put that on the show page. So, uh, listeners go over, head over to mountainbikeradio.com and the show page over there. I I'll link it and share it everywhere. So if you're listening to this, um, uh, I don't know what the actual URL is going to be, but check the show page. Um, actually, no, you know what, if you're on, I will link it. Uh, there's so many different ways to listen to mountain bike radio at this point. Um, if you're listening on the app, just scroll down a little bit, go to the show notes. Um, and, uh, it'll be in the show notes. So you can click there, watch it while you're listening or go to the show page on mountainbikeradio.com and it'll be there. So cool. Yeah. So the, um, the, the shortest version of the 30 proof is 31. Okay. And the longest version is like 36 and change 37. Yeah. Do you, do you think a lot of people are going to do that? You think it's going to be split pretty, pretty well or. Yeah, do think? I do. Cause okay. we know that there's just so many people that I mean, these events are like, they're for everybody, mm-hmm. like for, for all level of mountain biker, as long as you didn't buy or rent a mountain bike yesterday, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, don't show up. Yeah. And you're up for it. Like these are, these are, they're for everybody. So we know that there's going to be the person that's uh gun shy on a 30 mile ride. And so they're going to, um, they're going to opt for the shorter options just to make sure that they get to the finish line, which is our goal for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, and then we also know that there's plenty of people that are, you know, they've got that competitive nature and they, they want to get first and they're probably going to take the shorter option too. But those people are going to be, on opposite ends of the group, you know? So, you know, the person that's looking for first is going to be off the front. The person that's concerned about finishing is going to be mid back, you know? Yeah. And then everybody, and then there's that, that whole group of people that love mountain biking, just want an excuse to go and, and gather with the tribe for the weekend and, and party and have fun and, and to have a group ride. And it, it's like a, you know, in, in a certain sense, we've just procured a bunch of trails that are great trails that you would want to go ride if you were visiting Prescott and we've marked them 
and we've given everybody a safety net. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think what she should do is take the first like 25 that get to those splits and send them the long way. <laughs> <laughs> Handicap them. <laughs> now I'll see how fast you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget years ago, uh, Mike Janelle, um, who we, this event is in his memory. He, he passed away in the sleep, unfortunately. Um, but he, he was a pro out of, uh, Vail, Avon, Colorado, just superhuman, you know? And, and that guy, the first year he showed up, his, his family lives near Prescott. So he'd come and train each spring. And then when he figured out about the whiskey offer, he started riding in it. And the first year he wrote, he missed a turn and he was like three miles out of the way on the course. And he pulls up, I'm like standing in the middle of the dirt road, waiting for people to come from the other direction. And I was like, uh, you're, you're, you went the wrong way. You missed the turn. And he goes, oh man, like not like drama queen, just, oh man, like mellow collected, <laughs> turns around, goes back down the hill, proceeds to finish in the top five. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I was like, that's superhuman. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh Yeah, because it, at that point you're just like, all right, just hammer even harder. Get it done. Yeah. yeah. Just nose grindstone. Get mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's enough people there that uh they'll check they'll they'll pick all all different options and just it'll be a, a course full of people having a good time, mm-hmm. you know. Uh getting what they came for. Yeah, I'd be interested to see the the new option just because, you know, before we kind of, I don't know how long it was, like two miles up this road to kind of get to the trail. Um, and then from there, you just climbed some single tracks. So I'd be interested to see this just on a map and what I know of riding down that section is really cool. But I don't remember all the specifics. I'll just take your word for it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone listening, you should take his word for it too. Yeah, it's... Like I said, this is one of my personal favorite pieces of trail, uh, the 396. Yeah. So what else do we have going on? What's What else is new that you want to talk oh, about in this? We, so we, we, this is kind of the, the tip of the iceberg. We also. Yeah, that's what I figure. Every time, it, listeners, if you're not, if you're new to mountain bike radio and you're just tuning in and you're like, who's this Todd guy? What's Epic Rides all about? I'll go to the website, check it out. Like it's always a tip of the iceberg as far as like what he's got in store. When you show up on the weekend, it's like you get all this. It's just inundated with things. And then he's got all this stuff going on. Like, so I was listening to the old drunk cyclist, uh, back in December, uh, 40 hands interviewed you. And, uh, if you didn't listen to it, listeners go back and check that out. Uh, cause Todd Wells, uh, jumped in on that one too. But, uh, I was going to ask you up front, of this episode. All right. Did they finally put you in the hall of fame yet or not? Mountain bike hall of fame? No, come on. I don't belong there. (laughs) (laughs) But my, my point being is does a lot of shit and he's, uh, kind of keeps pushing. You you know, the cool thing here it is. Here's what it is. It's you're pushing. Uh, I hate to use the word progressing progress. It's just, it, a lot of times progress is for progress sake. And I just don't like that word. But you're pushing, you're pushing mountain bike or mountain biking without like taking it to the level of annoying. You know what I mean? Like being, um, like instead of being, uh, going from, uh, average Joe's, uh, warehouse in the corner to Walmart, you're like average Joe's on the corner that's like all over the place and really cool. You know, <laughs> you're able to keep that vibe and that feeling while still pushing like, okay, this is the way mountain bikes, mountain bike racing and mountain biking's going. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so my whole I, point is you always have shit going on. So when you say that, it doesn't surprise me. I think the, the shoestring nature of our ambitions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You're, you're like, <laughs> so I should use that. Like I should, I'm going to use that term, but go ahead. Sorry. A collective statement for our industry. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, which I think is, I think it's, I agree with you. I think that's a cool, cool part of it. You know, the struggle couldn't be more real, but it's fortunately it's a passionate struggle. So it makes it worth it. You know? Yeah. It's like that with any business really. Yeah. Just totally. on certain levels. <laughs> uh, what you're saying is you're not going to be the next billionaire. <laughs> How about this one? I'm not laying awake at night waiting for that. To happen. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So tip of the iceberg, what are we at? What's going, what's going on uh, with the, with the whiskey and then maybe just make a mention of uh, what else with yeah. the Grand Junction, Carson city. Going so on. we're, we're, uh, we're finalizing our, our music right now, but we expanded the music offerings for whiskey off-road weekend. So each of the off-road events, whiskey, uh, Grand Junction, Carson city, Carson city, of course is new, but we've got um, free live music all weekend. So people that, like don't ride people that people that ride and have family members that don't, then this becomes a really fun destination for their whole family or their friends. Like even buddies, like I have tons of friends that don't ride, you know, and it's a chance for them to be able to show up and, and just hang out for the weekend and make a go of it and, and be in a cool environment, you know, like that downtown square. And, and so we've got two stages in Prescott, um, the main stage, uh, which is um, on the courthouse square. Um, pretty cool scene. And then we've got a second stage, which is on Whiskey Row. It's called the Holiday Courtyard. And it's a really cool venue. It's like a smaller, more intimate venue uh, outdoors. It's got like the, the string lights across the top of it and stuff. And it's a pretty good scene. So we're, we're playing some fun, like some really high quality music that will just sort of heighten the experience, I guess, you know. So um, like anything from like mellow, mellow jazz on like Sunday morning to um like some pretty cool pretty cool music for like saturday night headliner friday night headliner after the pro crit um you know all kinds of just adds to the experience you know yeah, like, between between the start line and and the courtyard stage is a huge industry expo and then once you go through the industry expo you come out the other end you're at the main stage for like the you know the like the main headliners and stuff so it's like this this unified environment where you can literally go from like, you know, riding or hanging out and watching the start finish to listening to live music, to uh, interacting with the whole industry in the expo area, um, which in itself is its own experience. Cause there's tons of like people giving away stuff and, and making the experience fun for people that are there, you know, like all the industry that's there. Yeah. And I then, was going to say that that's something that seems to have grown uh, over the last, even just few years too. Uh, the, the industry, that expo you have going on. Yeah, we finally, we've got some pretty fun things. Like one of our goals, uh, so Stan's no tubes is like a, a really long time partner of ours and a good one. And, and they're really like steadfast with us. You know, they've been, as we've had at events, they've grown with us, which has been really fun. And, um, so Kenny Wayne, who operates the roadshow, mm -hmm. our goal, like internally has always been to make him busier on an event weekend. Than <laughs> Andrew, Cause he's a fun guy to get frazzled. Okay. <laughs> And so we came up with the the idea that they should give away um, free stands to anybody that shows up at their booth with the with stands, like fresh them up, you know. Yeah. And and it's 
it's awesome to watch him run ragged and everybody gets free stands too, which is kind of fun, but it's even more fun to, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> does, he still, does he still race then at this point? No, no. Give him all the stuff. To He's not even racing. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, but yeah, yeah, it's just a good. Always stealing him into the Epic Rides family, like he's he's a pretty good guy. Yeah, all. it's yeah. funny. So, um, like, Pivot does a slow race, so they they take all like you know they they run their suspension on their big like, um, Phoenix, you know the Phoenix bikes that are like their big hit bikes. Yeah. Um. So they they like make them super loosey goosey, and yeah. then you, so you can't stop. But the last, you know, the first one to arrive at the finish line loses, right? Yeah. So, right. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we've got all kinds of cool stuff in the expos and and the music and everything. So it's like a full three days, you know, like it's not too much to do in three days, but it's enough that it, it keeps you entertained, you know? Right. Um, so it's good. It's a good scene. And that's like the whiskey off road, Grand Junction off road, Carson city off road. They all, they all the same general, um, you know, with, with plenty of localized experiences, um, sort of the same approach. Um, Grand Junction has the clunker crit, which is kind of awesome. I have like 150 people in costume riding on the crit course. <laughs> uh, Why don't and then you do that for whiskey, <laughs> dude. We did it, and there was like three people at the start line. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, the Union Street climb is not. There's nothing fun about that. <laughs> okay. True. Well, you could. Yeah, very true. Never mind. That's a stupid idea. I thought. Yeah. I thought maybe you just do a different, you know, like around the square. I don't know, just half of the course or something like that and skip the, that climb would be terrible. So yeah, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, yeah, there's, there's so much there. So you mentioned that. Okay. So Grand Junction, people are like, what's, what's Grand Junction off-road? So Grand Junction off-road is May 20th to 22nd. That's in Grand Junction, Colorado, which is the Western slope of Colorado. Um, and I say that as being somebody that lived in there. In Colorado, the Western slope is basically, I mean, the Western side of Colorado. Uh, and then Carson city off-road is a new one and that's June 17th, 19th. And that, yeah. uh, just give a quick recap of both of those as they get closer. We'll, I'll get you on again and we can kind of do the same thing. Cause I'm sure okay. you're going to have other stuff going on and new things to, uh, to share. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we have some pretty exciting stuff queued up to, to announce over the next few months. But okay, so um, yeah, I, you know, unique to each of these venues, the the towns are awesome. They all have their own unique, you know, sort of environment. You know, Prescott, it's a square. Grand Junction, it's a meandering main street. You know, Carson City, it's the capital of Nevada, sandwiched between Reno and, and Lake Tahoe. So we've got like the legislative lawns from the legislature building and the Capitol building and the you know big sprawling lawns and like cool super historic Comstock load and home of the Comstock load and Carson city and Virginia city and stuff like that. So, so yeah, each venue, um, is unique. And then of course their trails are super unique, you know, Carson or uh, grand junction is just nuts. It's like huge geological structures everywhere and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, uh, whiskey off road, April 29th, May 1st, grand junction, May 20th, 22nd, Carson City, um, our newest event. So this June is the first year for it. And it's already knocking on full. It's over two thirds full. Grand is, I guess, as a registration update. Grand is half full. Whiskey after today's announcement. We were, we were well over half and approaching two thirds. And I would suspect that we're going to be, um, firmly, you know, approaching two thirds by the end of this week. All right. So get um, on it, people. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. They fill up, which is cool. You know, it's exciting. Um, really, really excited to see Carson City fill up in his first year. That's not, it's not normal. Yeah. Right, there's obviously a good riding community there. Yeah. yeah, and and you also have Tour of the White Mountains, which has been popular and a long standing in October. So uh, July, that leaves, let's see, July, August, September. There's no uh, off-road events on those. Do you, uh, at some point, I'm going to get it out of you as far as the, the <laughs> announcement of when those are going to be filled up. But I'll let the listeners hang on those ones, too. As long as I have to hang on, the listeners will hang on those. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely talking to communities in the Midwest and the South, uh, a couple different ones in each region. And we've got our, we're kind of eyeballing some, some communities in the Northwest and, uh, the, uh, the, um, mid Atlantic area too, you know? So cool. we'd like, we'd like to see a, a, a real, like a, a national series, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I just say that because I get pe- people at, like, I get questions about, yeah, they seem really cool, but like, I'm not ever probably going to go out that far, you know, cause some people just don't travel. It's just the way it is. Um, yeah. so that's why, cause then I can say, Hey guys, like stay tuned, like listen in, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, <laughs> um, I just know they'll be popular, uh, in other areas as well. So, yeah. All right. Anything else that you want to hit on before, uh, we go, uh, just a reminder, head over to epicrides.com. Oh. Yeah. So, um, we have, we, well, I'll save it for the next one. It's cool. That, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what is it related to um, the Grand Junction or Carson City off-road? Uh, all three of them. One okay. of our sponsors hooked us up with just something that's amazing. It's like not something that's common. And giving, we're going to give away some cool uh, stuff on our Facebook page here over the next few weeks. All right, cool. So maybe what we'll do is we'll uh, check back for a really short uh, update in a two or three weeks. Does that work? That sounds like a good idea. All right, listeners, does that work for you? Yes, yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, all right, so Todd, thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. Listeners, you can go to epicrides.com, and now with the, the new, well, fairly new Grand Junction off-road and the brand-new Carson City off-road uh, in addition to the whiskey, if you're looking for April, May, June destination events, make it an entire weekend, these – you have my seal of approval as far as like doing this. So, um, I would heavily recommend if you're interested and just, just do it. They're really, it's really great. He puts, uh, Todd and his entire Epic Rides crew, they do a fantastic job. And, uh, that's about it. So thank you again, yeah. Todd. And thank you Thanks listeners. Yep. And, and helping us get the word out and sharing the, the mountain biking gospel. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. So thank you, listeners, and we will uh, catch you next time on Mountain Bike Radio.